the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SKWIT PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Real. Group, Ottawa Gas Company, Serve Pro, a branch in South Calhoun counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, financial advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, financial advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him. To Dante Ward, jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from Hastings High School. Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball is on the air. It's the opener to Interstate 8 play for the 2022-23 season. As both the varsity girls and boys basketball teams will take on the Hastings Saxons. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry. The only thing I have to say right from the outset really is we made it. Yeah, it was a uh, kind of a tough drive, but she did a real good job, Sean. Uh, Kept up with traffic, and uh, that's all we could do tonight is it took us a little longer to get here, but it's going to be well worth it. As we were heading up M37, the issue that we encountered was a caravan of slow-moving traffic led by a couple of semis that actually had trouble going up the hills. And if you've ever driven M37 between Battle Creek and Hastings, you know it's pretty hilly. Yeah, and pretty hilly, pretty curvy, but... Uh, like you said, we made it. We're glad we made it. We're glad to bring you these two games and this snowy night. And, of course, if you couldn't make it up here to Hastings, we're glad to have you along for the ride for the next three hours plus. We'll take this two-minute break and get you set up for the girls' basketball game. Tip-off scheduled to get underway in another ten minutes' time. From Hastings, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros at ServPro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. Uh, uh, uh. 
to whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Hastings High School. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry here with Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast at the end of a really long week for Justin, the hardest working man at WTVB, it seems, and uh, this week is uh, no different. Getting on to the preview of today's girls' basketball game between Coldwater and Hastings, the Cardinals improved to 3-0 thanks to a 55-21 win against Sturgis. Ellie Anderson was out sick on Tuesday. Proved to be no problem. Coley Burkhart got the start, and boy, did the freshman shine. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 steals to go along with a couple of assists. Yeah, she had an outstanding game, and uh, that's what this team's about. The Knicks girl stepping up. Uh, Ellie a little sick the other night, and uh, uh, but uh, Chloe stepped up, had the game, her best game as a uh, young freshman on the varsity. Now, Ellie Anderson is back uh, with the team tonight, but she will get eased back into action, uh, according to Coach Ken Smoker. Uh, it'll be the same starting five that uh, Ken Smoker went with on Tuesday night, Van Aken, Miller, Foley, Burkhardt, and Porter. Speaking of Foley, Ellie had kind of a quiet night for her. Nine points, eight rebounds, three steals, and a couple of assists. Riley Aiken, another member of the freshman class, she also had nine points. Five rebounds, led the team in assists with four, and also had three steals. It was a night where the team total have about 26 steals, which uh, Sturgis had 32 turnovers on the night. 26 of them came on Coldwater steals. Yeah, that's, uh, Sturgis just had a hard time getting the ball up and down. Our girls do a great job of anticipating, getting into passing lanes, doing the correct uh, things on the defensive end, and uh, that's also what gave them a lot of uh, easy buckets on the offensive end by making those steals, getting down court, and uh, Burkhardt especially ran the court real well, and she got some nice buckets around the basket. Coley Burkhardt now leading the team with 9.3 points per game, of course, scoring 21 points on Tuesday night, kind of skewing that average a little bit. Also has six rebounds, 2.3 steals a game. Ellie Foley at eight points, 5.3 rebounds, 2.6 assists, three steals a game. Riley Van Aken at 5.3 points, 2.3 rebounds, 1.7 assists, 1.3 steals a game. Ellie Anderson, in the two games that she has participated in, five points, three rebounds, one and a half steals, one and a half blocks a game. Maya Porter with 4.7 points, three rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block per game. Well, and that's what you want as a coach. You want that nice, even scoring there. You know, you want every one of your uh, kids that get a chance to play. You know, they get in there, they score four, five, six points, and that adds up. That's a real positive thing for Coach Smoker's young Cardinals. Now over to the other side of the scorer's table, the Hastings Saxons. Uh, we saw last year, uh, the first year of Chase Young's 
run as the head coach. A vastly different team from what we had seen in the past. They finished last year 8-6 and six in the Interstate H, which was good for fourth place, uh, one place above Coldwater in the final league standings. They finished 13-9 and nine overall. Uh, this season so far, they are 1-1. One one. They won their opener here against Eaton Rapids last Tuesday, 54-48. Their last contest was last Friday. Forest Hills Eastern came out here to Hastings and beat the Saxons 58-32. to Now, the Hastings Saxons, uh, the past three years, we've been talking about this uh, girl, now a senior, Macy Winnegar, who's been the leading scorer uh, for the years that she's been at Hastings. She was only held to a single three-pointer last Friday. Bree Darling, Bailey Cook, and Rachel Hewitt had six points apiece. Callie Coning with five, Addie Nichols with four. So after reading the preview of the Hastings girls basketball team that I was able to find online on the Hastings Banners uh, website, uh, what are your impressions and also what you remember from Hastings of last year? Well, I remember they were hustlers. They play hard. They, uh, they're a physical team. And uh, they have just improved uh, immensely last year from what we, like you said, what we had seen. Uh, in the past. I look for this to be a good, really pretty good ball game tonight for uh, this early in the year. I think the Cardinals, uh, their depth might help out as I don't think uh, Hastings girls are quite as deep as what the Coldwater girls are. You may remember last year, uh, first game of the season up at Hastings, the, Car- the Lady Cardinals actually lost 35-28, which is the first time that Hastings had beaten Coldwater since Hastings joined the I-8. The rematch back at Coldwater was another close contest, which the Cardinals ultimately prevailed 43-32. Yeah, there was uh, two good ball games we've seen between them last year. Look for that same thing tonight, and uh, Cardinals are going to have to come out. They're going to have to rebound the basketball a little bit better, and I think Coach Smokers talked a little bit about that the other night in his pregame, but... uh, um, they got to get to do a better job on the boards. They can't depend on those steals every night to uh, to uh, get them the victory. They got to take care of the defensive boards. We'll take this break and be back with our starting lineup and the opening tip. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Jay Wright, your local Edward Jones financial advisor at 327 West Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Interested in knowing what your home's worth? Find out and list with your local real estate professionals at Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Carmen Case. Give me a call and I'll provide you a complete home evaluation so you get the most money when you sell. Or if you're looking for a new home, I'll make the process easy for you. Whether buying or selling, service and communication are my top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. That sizzling fajita was so delicious last night. And the jumbo margarita. I've got to get there for lunch. 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 
Bill, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, right. Hey, let's go to El Cerritos. They have the best fajitas. Dreaming about the mouth-watering authentic Mexican food at El Cerritos? Stop by for lunch or dinner. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The starting lineup for tonight's girls basketball game for the visiting Coldwater Cardinals 3-0 under head coach Ken Smoker. The same lineup he went with Tuesday night. In the backcourt will be Riley Van Aken, a 5'6 freshman, Kara Miller, a 5'5 junior, and Ellie Foley, a 5'8 sophomore. Up front will be Coley Burkhardt and Maya Porter, both 5'10 freshmen. For the Hastings Saxons at 1-1 one one overall under head coach Chase Youngs, we got Addie Nichols, a junior, Bailey Cook, a senior, Rachel Hewitt, a sophomore, Isabella Storm, a senior, and Macy Winnegar, a senior. So uh, let's hear about your keys to this game, uh, Quinn. Well, I mentioned it before. We got to do a better job on the defensive end, rebounding the basketball. I think that number one thing. Continue to keep our turnovers down. I think as far as turnovers for a young team, they've done a really good job for Coach Smoker this year. And then just keep up the defensive intensity. And uh, we do that, we'll be successful. The Cardinals will be moving from right to left across your radio dial in their road. Reds with the white numerals and trim. Hastings in their home. Whites with navy blue numerals. And Mays trim will be moving from left to right. Here in the first half, Coley Burkhart will jump at center circle along with Rachel Hewitt. Not a particularly big crowd here at the moment here at Hastings. I think some of that has to do with the weather that's rolled in across southwest Michigan in the last uh, hour and a half or so. Yeah, if, if you are coming up from Coldwater, take your time, relax. A drive and a foul right away on the first possession of the game. Hastings will go up to the free throw line. Bailey Cook up to the line for a pair. Riley Van Aken with the first foul of the game just 10 seconds in. They gave that uh, foul to Foley, and I didn't even think she was anywhere near there. There we go. There we go. Now they got it right. Well, it was a different uh, cousin. <laughs> Evidently. Amaya Porter with the first foul of the game. And made free throws on both ends of that trip to the line for Bailey Cook. Hastings with the early 2-0 lead. Here comes Ellie Foley with the ball. Puts her shoulder down, moves to the right wing. Hands off to Maya Porter. Euro step. Runner on the left side of the lane. No good. Rebound by Hewitt. Hastings coming out in a tough man-to-man against the Cardinals. Coldwater also in a man defense. Here's Macy Winnegar moving to the right corner, fully guarding her. Pass goes inside. Nice. Off the glass and good. Eddie Nichols with the first bucket of the game, and 
Just 51 seconds in, Coach uh, Ken Smoker is calling a 30-second timeout with Hastings scoring the first four points of the game. Well, he uh, wants to make a defensive adjustment early. A couple of nice plays by Hastings. Both plays were the same thing. One they got the foul on, the next one they got an easy basket on the back door. And Coach Smoker, early 30-second timeout, reset that defense. The Hastings student section is seated underneath us and to our left, and I find it kind of odd with uh, all the snow that's falling right now that the dress-up theme is beachwear, Hawaiian. <laughs> well, I'm sure they didn't know it when uh, they decided. Ball kicked out to the right wing, th- along two by Kara Miller, no good. Battle for the loose ball, eventually won by Isabella Storm for Hastings. Get the ball to Macy Winnegar. Miller guarding her. Miller tends to guard the other team's best player when she's out on the floor. Ball comes out to Winnegar on the right corner. Miller on her. Screen set for Winnegar. The ball comes to the top of the key to Bailey Cook. Trying to poke the ball away is Coley Burkhart. The ball handed off to Isabella Storm. Now left wing. Trey off the rim. No good for Winnegar. But... Four boxing out by the Cardinals, an offensive rebound by Rachel Hewitt. Another long shot, no good. Rebound, another offensive glass, no good. Fourth chance, no good. Finally, rebound to Coley Burkhart. Hewitt with three offensive rebounds that time down the floor. Maya Porter, left corner, all swung around to Coley Burkhart, and he's called for traveling. Yeah, defense just bothered Chloe a little bit out there on that right-hand wing, and... uh, Kind of moved her feet. Kind of got a couple of substitutions in. Uh, Coach Smoker just doing some teaching down there with a couple of the girls. We see Ellie Anderson in the lineup for Coldwater, a six-foot sophomore. And Cox came in too, Sean. Danica Cox, uh, 5'8 freshman. Three-pointer from the top. The key was missed by Hastings, but they keep the ball alive. They're doing a great job on the offensive glass. Hewitt with a runner, no good. She gets another offensive for a check. That that time that was uh, Bailey Cook that had the offensive rebound, the miss. Here come the Cardinals in transition. Ellie Anderson loses her footing and loses the ball. Storm comes up with it for Hastings. They lead Coldwater 4-0. 515 and counting left to play in the first quarter. Cook, top of the key. Hands off to Winnegar. Give and go. Goes to Cook. She gets clobbered underneath. Who's getting the residual damage on the Foley. Cardinals side? Foley. She's getting scooped up, and she's, I think she's the guilty party on the foul. Well, uh, Foley looked like she was in there and set up pretty good. Had her feet planted, but the official saw it a little different. Those are always 50-50 calls on that charge. You know, normally they uh, give the benefit to the offensive player. Foley's first team second. Hastings bringing in Brianna Darling, a sophomore, and Maya Vincent, a junior. Here come the Cardinals after a turnover. Riley Van Aken, left corner, three is good. Kind of what the Cardinals needed there. They say it's a long two, actually. Other end of the floor, Hastings answers. Winnegar with a bucket and another timeout taken by the Cardinals. 
Well, that time the Cardinals just didn't hustle back after the basket, and uh, Coach Smoker ain't going to put up with too much of that if you don't hustle down the court. And now they finally corrected Riley Van Aken's shot. was a three-pointer, and they just put the score by Macy Winnegar up. 4.42 left to play in the first quarter. It is Hastings doubling up Coldwater 6-3 as a full timeout was taken by Ken Smoker. Yeah, just off to a little bit of a slow start uh, tonight. Hastings, uh, one thing we haven't seen this year, Sean, is we haven't seen uh, the other three teams we play kind of melded under that pressure from Coldwater on the defense. And tonight, Hastings is uh, holding their own against that tough Cardinal defense and making some good passes. Very well-coached Hastings girls team. So we mentioned it's opening night in the Interstate 8. The other varsity girls and boys doubleheaders going on in league play tonight. Harper Creek is hosting Marshall. The Cardinals play at Marshall next Friday. Penfield at Lumen Christie. Jackson Northwest at Parma Western for the Battle of Jackson County. Cardinals looking at a Hastings press, but they're able to break it. Riley Van Aken underneath the basket, kick the ball out to Miller. Ball swung around to Foley, right wing three. Good. Good job at ball movement there. We are tied at sixes, 422 and counting left to play. First quarter from here at Hastings High School. So glad you're listening on this Friday night. If you are listening, we're sure glad that you're staying safe on what's been kind of a slippery night all throughout Southwest Michigan. Missed three-pointer by Brianna Darling for Hastings. Ellie Foley with the rebound, gets the ball to Van Aken. Riley Van Aken, count is on, lobs the ball to Danica Cox, launches a long two and drained it inside the line, right corner. Nice pass there from Van Aken into the corner to Cox. Cardinals with their first lead of the game, eight to six, although the scoreboard operator was a little bit tardy recognizing that. (laughs) Winnegar along the right baseline misses the jumper. Anderson with the rebound. Foley dishes to Miller. Now Cox again from the left corner. She left a little long. And the rebound underneath by Callie Koning for Hastings. Winnegar to Koning. She's on the right wing looking at a little bit of a double team. Coning up top to Addie Nichols. Nichols driving along the weak side. The runner no good along the lane. Whistle and a foul on Cook's rebound. Cook with another offensive rebound there. Anderson going to pick up her first foul. Team third for the Cardinals. Hastings has not committed a foul yet. Anderson and Miller is going to come to the bench. Let's see Jayla Sloan in for the first time, 5'5 junior. See who else also checked in. Did uh, Burkhart check back in? Yeah. Okay. Miss, but another offensive rebound. Here's a jumper, left elbow. Darling misses, ball tip. Eventually hauled in by Cox. Foley, long pass to Sloan. Now get it back to Ellie. Launches a three-pointer left wing, leaves it way short. Cox saves it. Ball on the floor. We get bodies diving in front of the Hastings bench. We get the jump ball. The possession arrow is pointing it toward the red and white of the Cardinals. 2.46 left to play in the first quarter. Coldwater with an 8-6 lead. Cox with some great hustle there to keep that ball in play. Foley is looking. Looking to inbound. And finds Burkhardt on the left blocks low. 
Runs on the curl, the push shot from five, no good. Rebound inside by Hewitt. Darling gets the ball to the point guard, Macy Winnegar. Winnegar lobs the ball inside to Hewitt. The shot no good, rebound by Burkhart. Gets the ball to Foley. Ileana bounce pass to Danica Cox. On the left box, turns and shoots over her defender, missed it. Ball eventually tipped to Koning for Hastings. Here comes Winnegar, coast to coast. Her layup is good. She has four of uh, Saxon's eight points. We got a tie ball game with under two minutes left to play in first quarter. Burkhart faking the three-pointer, moving to the elbow. Now the shot by Cox inside the arc. Left side, no good. Burkhart battling for the rebound. She hits the deck and draws a foul. Just good, strong inside rebounding there by Burkhart. A little quick to take the shot tonight, Sean, on the offensive end. We need that one extra pass. Vincent with the first foul of the game for the Saxons. Emma Porter coming in and chasing down the ball. She's a 5'5 junior. Gets the ball across the timeline. Like Porter's back. The other Porter is also in. That's Maya, cousin Maya. Now Foley staying out there, running on the curl. Defense collapses around her. Cardinals will get the ball, should get the ball out of bounds. Kelly with a nice, strong move to the hoop from the left side here. Winnegar with a foul, her first team second. Surprise, that's actually a shooting foul. Foley sinks the first of two from the free throw line. I guess it wasn't Winnegar that got the foul after all. Who got the foul? Uh, and they didn't put it up on the board either. They, they, they did, but it disappeared just as quickly. We can tell you that fully splits the pair, and chasing down the rebound is Isabella Storm for Hastings. Nine away, Cardinals back up by one minute, 25 left first quarter. Bounce pass comes top of the key, Bailey Cook. Now to Winnegar on the right wing, moving to the corner. The double team causes, uh, forces a traveling violation. So I just saw it on the stat panel, which they're not synced totally 100% to each other, but it was Bailey Cook that got the foul for Hastings, number 13 and not 35. Really been a pretty good played first quarter here. Nine to eight, nice lob. Burkhardt inside to Maya Porter, kick the ball out to Emma Porter. Now Maya launches three-pointer, right corner, spins off the hoop. Offensive rebound by Burkhardt, she's fouled. What are they gonna call here? Gonna call the Hastings girl over the, uh, even though she was uh, in front of uh, Burkhardt there, they got her for kind of pushing. Winnegar this time is assessed the foul. Her first team fouls even at three apiece, so the Cardinals retain possession. 50 seconds left to play first quarter. Cardinals lead by one. Sloan gets the ball to Foley, right corner. Now Emma Porter on the wing. Hands back to Ellie. Ball swung around to Sloan. 
Back up top, Foley, top of the key, deep three, bounces off the rim. Burkhart slaps the ball around. It's picked up by Cook. 27 seconds and counting left to play the first quarter. Let's see if the Saxons play for the final shot of the frame to take the lead. They trail by one. Got a five-second call on wow. the uh, Hastings girl. Wait, nope. <laughs> he called timeout Chase first. Young's, the head coach of the Hastings Saxons, calling his first timeout with uh, 20.3 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Saxons will retain possession, and I believe uh, the, they will retain possession coming out of the timeout. Yeah, just a uh, quick timeout. His girl was in trouble there. He knew it. Good job of coaching there. So... I know we were listening to uh, World Cup soccer on our way up here. How about the fact that both quarterfinal games ended in penalty kick shootouts and victories for both the uh, Croatian team and uh, Argentina? We get, got a chance to listen to that. You educated me a little bit on soccer on the way up, and uh, it was kind of an exciting uh, match to listen to. Once I knew what was going on, John, I appreciate the help. We're back underway on the hardwood following the timeout. Isabella Storm on the right wing, drawing a double team. Now comes between the circles, Rachel Hewitt. Now back to Storm, right wing, lost the dribble on the ball, picked up by Maya Porter. Two seconds, one second, fully 30-footer. Off the back of the rim, no good. So it's 9-8 Coldwater on top of Hastings after one. We're back in a minute. You're listening to Coldwater Girls Basketball on WTVB. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Coldwater, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I 69 shop advantage when rv and auto brokers first am 1590 fm 95.5 wtvb running scoring totals after the first eight minutes of girls basketball for cold water ellie foley leading the way with four riley van aken with a three-pointer danica cox with two for hastings macy winnegar leading the way with four two each for bailey cook and Addie nichols 9-8 cold water as we start the second quarter hastings ball out of bounds yeah, we talked about some things in that key and uh, uh, Hastings Saxton's with one, two, three, seven offensive rebounds in that first quarter. Wow. As, as they are really out-rebounding the, uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals with a couple of turnovers. The Saxton's really played pretty well. Three turnovers. Only one steal for the Cardinals after all those steals the other night. So you can see much better Hastings team we're playing against tonight. We're underway. Cardinals almost get a poke away at the top of the key, but the Saxons retain possession. Macy Winnegar now with the ball, being guarded by Sloan. Winnegar 
Hands off to Rachel Hewitt. Drives down the middle of the lane. Hands off to Addie Nichols. 15-footer from the left baseline is no good. And uh, Tara Miller bounces the ball out of bounds. Or either that or she stepped out of bounds. No, she bounced it off the uh, Hastings girl. So, oh, no. So, uh, wow. <laughs> I didn't see that. We are up here in the balcony at Hastings High School, right in front of the weight room. Fortunately, no one's in the weight room right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hastings retains possession after the Cardinals poke the ball away. Beautiful weight room, and we can see why those uh, Hastings Saxton football players are so strong, Sean. Got a nice weight room here to work in. Oh, what a season the Saxon football team had. We were talking about that a little bit, too, on our way up. Back underway. Give and go is finished underneath by Bailey Cook. And Hastings regains the lead, 10-9. Sloan inbounds to Miller. See Van Aken, Maya Porter, and Coley Burkhart on the floor right now. How about that? Hastings changing up a little bit, going to the 2-3 zone here against the Cardinals. Starts the second quarter. Just as I say that, Sloan comes out, and Ellie Foley, after a brief breather, brief breather, comes back in. Burkhart to trigger, sideline left, and finds Ellie Foley. Hastings staying in that 2-3 zone. Bounce pass to Miller. Tough D being shown by Addie Nichols. The ball comes to Maya Porter, right corner. Ball swung around to Foley. Foley gets the ball to Miller, juggles, finds Van Aken on the right wing, now to the corner to Porter. Maya Porter to Van Aken, dribble drives on the elbow, back to Foley. And now Miller on the left wing. Much better patience for the Cardinals here in this possession. Here's Maya Porter on the right corner, ball out to Foley. Now Van Aken launches a three-pointer, rolls off the back of the hoop, and the rebound by Rachel Hewitt for Hastings. Saxons lead 10-9, 6-8 and counting left to play first half. Here's Hewitt, bounce pass, looking for Bailey Cook. It was intercepted by Coldwater. Burkhart with a nice steal there. Here's Foley on the right wing. Being defended well by Isabella Storm. Now between the circles to Miller. Foley to Maya Porter. She gets called for travel after she caught the ball. She heard footsteps coming from Rachel Hewitt. Checking in for Hastings number 24, Kelly Coney. Uh, you heard one of the substitutions coming in. Uh, we've seen a lot of substitutions for uh, Coach Chase Youngs and uh, a lot of substitutions uh, to a slightly lesser extent for Coldwater Coach Ken Smoker. Trouble near the midcourt line. Maya Porter was defending Callie Coney well. That's a tough call that the official made there. The ball was rolling out of bounds. I think it was last touch by Maya Porter. So, but he called the foul on Maya. I don't. Yeah, he did. Wow. Her second. Huh. That, that was. Mm. So stunning of a call. Yeah, it he, was. It was. <laughs> PA announcer didn't even say it. <laughs> Hastings ball. Addie Nichols is bumped and blocked on her shot from the left side. Rebound Coldwater. 
Ellie Anderson with her second defensive rebound. She came in for Maya Porter after picking up her second foul. Hastings up 10-9, long two. Kara Miller bounces off the back of the rim. Anderson with a rebound, finds Van Aken on the right wing. Bounce pass to Burkhardt. Burkhardt on the elbow, get the ball to Van Aken, launches a long two from the right corner, it's no good. Battle for the rebound, Miller going after it, as was Koning. Koning wins for Hastings. Chance for the Saxons to add on to their 10-9 lead, 4.47 left to play first half. Coley Burkhart saves a deflected pass, gets it to Ellie Foley in transition. She's hacked by Callie Koning. The ball goes underneath, hits the bottom of the glass, thanks to the pressure from Koning. Going to be her first foul and the team fourth. Foley to the free throw line. Clock stopped with 4.40 left to play in the first half. Cardinals right now trail by one, 10 to nine, but could tie it up with a make here. Nothing but net on the first one. Ellie Foley starting to get into a little better shape. Her shot looks a lot better than it did a couple of weeks ago as she continues to work back into basketball shape after that surgery. Second one spins off the hoop, ball off of Burkhart's hands and out of bounds in the battle for the rebound. I think part of that, too, was she finally got over the cold that she was yeah, finding to start forget, the season. I, yeah, I forgot about that. She was under the weather. alley pass to a photographer along the sideline <laughs> uh, for uh, Hastings uh, turns the ball over unforced. He was the closest one to that pass. <laughs> that, that photographer, right? <laughs> Might have been the sports editor for the Hastings Banner, the uh, weekly newspaper here. Foley to Van Aken, cut off. Oh, nice give to Burkhardt. Unfortunately, she left it too strong off the rim. It's a 10-10 tie. Here comes Hastings. Winnegar, three-pointer, top of the key. Bounces, did not go in. Flying in for the rebound is Burkhardt. Burkhardt to Foley. Foley pushing the ball up the floor, slowing up. Van Aken has it on the left wing. Cross-court to Emma Porter, and now... Anderson, three-pointer, right corner, bounces a couple times, no good. Ball taken away from Coldwater by Bailey Cook. Gets it to a teammate, and here comes Winnegar. Winnegar to Darling. Swing the ball to the right wing to Koning. Now back to the left wing. Three-pointer is a brick for Darling. One and done. Foley with a rebound. Points have been at a premium here in the second quarter. Long two, Riley Van Aken, left wing, no good. But Anderson gets the rebound, finds Emma Porter. Emma Porter cut off, finds Foley. Now top of the key to Van Aken. Van Aken to Anderson, long two, right corner. It's short off the rim. Battle for the rebound, one again by Hastings. Still tied at 10s. Uh, Bailey Cook basket and an Ellie Foley free throw. The only scoring so far here in the second quarter. Addie Nichols has the ball left wing. Ball swung to the right wing to Winnegar. Three-pointer spins off the rim. Rebound Van Aken. Van Aken finds Ellie Foley. She gets bumped by Winnegar underneath, and that's going to be two on Macy. Good take there by Foley. Just a strong move. Going to shoot a couple here. 
Her second foul is the team fifth. Four fouls up on the board for Coldwater. Porter, Maya Porter with two fouls. Looks like Sloan and Cox are due to check in. After the first of two from Foley. Splash. Anderson and Van Aken go to the bench. Coldwater regains the lead, 10, 11 to 10. 2.44 to go here in this uh, first half. We haven't seen much full court pressure by the Lady Card so far tonight. Second of two, a little too strong. Spins off the rim, rebound by Hewitt. The biggest lead either team has had this quarter really has been not uh, one. Started out nine to eight, Coldwater. Now it's 11-10, Coldwater. Both Coldwater points coming at the free throw line from Ellie Foley. Addie Nichols has the ball, moves to the left elbow, cut off, comes outside to Darling. Whistle on a foul on a drive. Burkhardt going to pick up that foul after some tough defense. That'll be her first and the team fifth. The foul coming with 2.17 left to play in the first half. Cardinals up 11 to 10. Catch a shot and a miss underneath from point blank range by Cook. Ball out of bounds to Coldwater. Yeah, it just didn't roll in for. Cardinals take over. So what is it that we've said about uh, the rims here at Hastings? Uh, they've tended to be on the hard side, right? Hard side, yeah. We're seeing that in full. Yeah, you don't get very many good bounces here. We're seeing that in full force here tonight. Burkhart, the runner off the glass, no good. Rebound, uh, Hewitt. You're not keeping track of Hastings' uh, rebounds, but it wouldn't surprise me if she gets into double digits tonight. I am keeping track. That's her ninth. Wow. (laughs) That's That's what I thought. Meanwhile, Brianna Darling overshoots the basket on the right blocks. Yeah, she's... She's done a great job on the boards. Here comes Jayla Sloan along the baseline, cut off, comes out to Emma Porter. Porter swings the ball around, fully thought about the three-pointer from the left corner, moves, gets it back out to the perimeter. Here's Burkhart, long two, right corner. It's good. First field goal for the Cardinals here in the second quarter. They now lead 13-10. to 10. As soon as they put the points up on the scoreboard. Nice assist there. One minute left to play in the first half. Ball on the deck. And. Uh, Smoker with a 30 second timeout. Hmm. Uh, once his girl got the ball on the floor, not sure who that was. Uh, Coach Smoker quickly with a 30 second timeout. For his third of the half here. Used one in the first minute, two in the first two minutes. Yeah. But, you know, since he used those two timeouts, the defense has really picked up, and the girls have done a much better job after the Hastings uh, Saxons got off to that quick start. Scoreboard operator has not put the uh, last cold water basket up on the on the board. Should be 13 to 10. There she goes. She heard you, Sean. <laughs> It's, it's kind of weird how I'm, I'm speaking in hushed tones right now, and I'm on the other side of the gym up in the balcony in front of the weight room. And she still heard you. 
No, sure, Quinn. The, the, the ADs over there. I think uh, they might have someone new on the uh, scoreboard part of it. I, I was actually told that the AD was going to be out of town tonight, oh, and that someone him. else is going uh, game managing. That must be him right there. Yeah, Mike Goggins, the longtime uh, athletic director here at Hastings, was told uh, that he was going to be out of town tonight. What a time to go out of town. With some wet snow falling across southwest Michigan right now. Nice. Uh, Cardinals drive, loose ball. Diving for it is Ellie Foley. We get the jump ball, a possession arrow is staying toward Coldwater. Uh, the possessioner right now is showing, uh, pointing toward Coldwater. Chase Youngs, the Hastings head coach, politely disagreeing. I think it was red. They, yeah. We had a jump ball at the other end of the court. Yeah, and, that uh, jump. Hastings oh. maintained possession. Oh, also the uh, one uh, tie-up Coldwater got possession in, uh, that was when Ken Smoker called the timeout. Oh, that's a walk. <laughs> Hastings stole the ball. Unfortunately, the person that stole the ball, Isabella Storr, was on her back. She rolled, and unfortunately, that's a traveling violation, giving the ball back to Coldwater. Pretty hard to keep a foot planted when you're rolling. Here's Jayla Sloan receiving the ball on the right wing, being guarded by Callie Koning. Has Hastings gone back man-to-man defensively? Yes, they have. Ball comes to the right corner. Danica Cox trying to toss the ball to Foley. She couldn't handle it. She heard footsteps coming from behind. It's way too close to the baseline, too. 12.4 seconds. We'll see if Hastings gets off a quick shot. They trail by three. Vinegar gets up a shot. It's way short. Rebounded by Danica Cox. Hands off to Jayla Sloan. The buzzer sounds to end the first half. With Coldwater leading Hastings 13 to 10. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing, and Embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278 278- 8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. 
Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. It's halftime here at Hastings High School. The Coldwater Cardinals leading the Hastings Saxons in varsity girls basketball action, 13-10. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title, wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Well, with a 13-10 scoreline, you can imagine that there's not been a lot of scoring. Ellie Foley leading the way, leading all scorers with six. Riley Van Aken with three. Coley Burkhart, two. Danica Cox with two. That's Coldwater's 13 points. For Hastings, Bailey Cook and Macy Winnegar with four apiece. Addie Nichols with two. That's their 10. 9-8 in the first for Coldwater. 4-2 in the second for the Lady Cards. Yeah, it's... Uh... It actually got off, uh, Saxton's got off relatively quickly with a couple of easy baskets. Took that 6-3 to uh, three lead, and uh, since then the scoring has just been far and few in between, and it, uh, it they're not getting any good shots. Uh, there hasn't been many steals in the game for the Cardinals. Uh, on the other end of the court, the Cardinals are taking care of the basketball in the offensive end with only six turnovers. There's been 10 on the Hastings Saxon ladies. But, uh, you know, it's just been kind of a slow Friday night uh, game. Just nothing flowing real well for either team on the offensive end now. And uh, Coach Smoker with a couple of early timeouts in the game to adjust that defense. And uh, since he took those two very early timeouts, uh, the Saxons have only scored four points. Crazy. So the Cardinals have two timeouts left. Meanwhile, Hastings uh, took a timeout in the second quarter. They have four left. So hopefully that doesn't become a factor in the later stages of this game. Well, I would think uh, Coach will kind of conserve those last two timeouts, so that fourth quarter anyway. But, uh, yeah, just the Cardinals have not shot the ball well at all tonight. But they haven't had any easy shot. The Hastings Saxons have done a, a very nice job. They've 
you know, they started out man, went to zone, went back to man, went to zone, back to man. So Cardinals have struggled recognizing whether the Saxons are in man or zone. And, you know, and that's, I think the big difference is, and it's not in the skill level. It's just in the Saxons have some uh, girls that have played a couple of years and some seniors. Kenny, Coach Smoker is playing a lot of freshman sophomores, and uh, those seniors have kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, mixed things up a little bit, playing tough defense on the Cardinals, and uh, have made a big difference in this ball game. So, as far as some of the other stats that you were able to keep track of, uh, right. well, I'll. Uh, no, normally, we don't keep track of the other team's stats, but the fact that uh, Hastings kept getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound, especially early, uh, that kind of forced your hand. And uh, you said that Rachel Hewitt for the Saxons has nine offensive boards? or nine. No, she has nine boards total. She has four offensive boards, but they, the Saxons have nine offensive back, uh, rebounds. So uh, that's, that's not a good sign for the Cardinals there. But again, Sean, once Coach took those two timeouts, they've done a much better job defensively, a much better job boxing out and on the board. So uh, whatever adjustments he made in those two quick timeouts, they've been working as, uh, like I said, he's held, the, held them to four points. And, uh, you know, the Saxons scored three two-point buckets in the first minute and 45 seconds, I think. Since then, they've scored two buckets. So uh, whatever Coach Smoker did over there on that bench, uh, it seems to be working a little better now. What do you have for the uh, Cardinals? uh, You know, Foley's got five rebounds. She's got four defensive rebounds. A good job with her on the defensive boards. Cox, nice first half for her with uh, three defensive rebounds and an assist. Uh, Burkhart with uh, four rebounds and two two steals, so another nice night for her. Anderson not uh, not feeling hundred percent, but she came in the game and got two offensive rebounds and a couple of defensive rebounds. So nice job of there. So overall, uh, you know, just a much better second quarter, and uh, hopefully that carries over into this uh, third quarter for the Cardinals. One score from around the Interstate 8. Varsity girls basketball action at the half. Lumen Christie leading Penfield 20-17. to Here at Hastings, the Lady Cardinals lead the Saxons 13-10. Second half in two minutes. We're listening to Cardinal girls basketball on WTVB. As we all live longer, age really is just a number. But retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor. And I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor. And I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change... We can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
Culey's Jewelry is excited to announce their Count the Candy Canes competition. Stop in and guess how many candy canes are in their candy cane tower. The closest guest will win a $500 Culey's gift card, second place $300, and third place $200. No purchase necessary. Winner will be announced December 22nd. See store for details. Their new Jewelry Club cards are on sale too. First drawing January 7th. Hurry in soon. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977 and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We're real, we're here, and we're local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. You listen to the end of this game and the end of our boys' basketball game coming up later tonight. We'll name McDonald's Players of the Game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Tuesday night in the Interstate 8, in addition to Coldwater beating Sturgis 55-21, Jackson Northwest doubled up Mason 48-24, Penfield lost at Lakewood, not that far from here, 57-41, Marshall lost to Chelsea 46-25. Parma Western got their first win of the season, beating Grass Lake by 15, 60-45. So coming in, Coldwater is actually the only undefeated team left in the Interstate 8. Penfield and Northwestern at 2-1. Harper Creek and Hastings at 1-1. Marshall and Western at 1-2. Been some uh, teams we're used to seeing get a lot of victories, uh, kind of getting off to a slow start so far this year. Well, if you look at the scoreboard, it looks like a slow start uh, to this girls' basketball game. Second half begins. Hastings ball. They trail 13-10, to 10, but a lot of it is uh, defense, a double team. Uh, and uh, one of that double team is going to be whistled for a foul, first of the half. Riley Van Aken with her first foul. Well, I tell you, the officials have called a pretty, pretty close ball game tonight as far as uh, uh, pushes and shoves and everything else. And... Uh, Addie Contact. Nichols inbounds to Macy Winnegar. Winnegar is being held tight. Looks like our starting five for both teams on the floor right now. Nichols, Cook, Hewitt, Storm, and Winnegar for Hastings. And then Van Aken, Miller, Foley, Burkhardt, and Porter for Coldwater. What did we have here, Quinn? Well, Hastings coach thought it was a jump ball, but uh, and it was. They, I can't believe he called that a jump ball, but he did. Cardinals with possession. Well, here is Maya Porter. Gets called for traveling. Kind of a sliding stop at the top of the key. A little more uh, officials blowing the whistle a little more tonight than we've had in the first three games. So Something that the members of the boys' team should be cognizant of. If we have the same officials, yeah. Hastings ball moving from right to left. We have switched sides here in the second half. They trail by three. Nothing's uh, happening scoreboard-wise in here in the third quarter. Hastings trying to change that, but Ellie Foley tying up Addie Nichols just after Foley gets the steal, we get the jump ball, the tie-up possession arrow back to the Saxons. 
Winnegar will trigger just to the right of the scorer's table to Addie Nichols, gets it back to Winnegar. Winnegar driving the weak side, missing. Rebound put back is going to go in for Rachel Hewitt. A ton of rebounds, a ton of offensive rebounds, and she finally gets one to go in. Hastings within one, 13-12. Here is Riley Van Aken, dribble driving along the baseline, kicks the ball out to cousin Maya Porter, now pump fake Kara Miller. Miller finds Burkhardt on the right corner inside the arc, trying to back down. Ball comes back top of the key to Van Aken. Porter launches a three-pointer, bounces off the rim, launched that over Bailey Cook. I don't think she got a mitt on it all during the shot. But it bounces off the rim and into a Hastings player's hands. Ooh, winner girl. God, almost oh. got away with a travel. Drive down the middle, and Rachel Hewitt with the first four points of the second half for Hastings. They have a one-point lead, 14-13. Six minutes left to play third quarter. Van Aken driving, gets the ball out to Miller. Cut off, now Foley to Burkhardt on the left corner. Back to Maya Porter, moving to the elbow. Jumper, good. Nice little move there by Porter. Maya Porter with one dribble and a little jump shot from the elbow for two. And Grandma Ham uh, jumping in excitement. <laughs> She's up here uh, taking pictures from... The nosebleed section. At least the high seats aren't as high as they were up at Portage Central, uh, where we've been in the yeah. that. Another jump ball, this time possession arrow to the Cardinals. Ellie Anderson in for Maya Porter. Callie Koning in for Hastings. Coming to the benches, Isabella Storm. Coldwater regaining the lead 15 to 14 over Hastings. 5-15 and counting left third quarter. Here's Foley on the right wing. Lob it inside to Kara Miller. Draws a triple team and another jump ball. Wow, that's a fifth jump ball here to start the second half. Well, we've had about as many more jump balls than we've had made baskets. Yeah. Hastings ball, they trail by one, running the weave up high. Winnegar now lobs it inside. Oh, Cook is no. blocked from behind, and we get a whistle and a foul. Yeah, that, uh, Foley with her second foul. Second foul of the half for the Cardinals, and Bailey Cook to the free throw line. She's the only Hastings player that's gone up to the free throw line. It's been a while, and it kind of showed the first one was a line drive that was short. Meanwhile, for Coldwater, Ellie Foley the only one to get up to the charity stripe. She is three of six. Cook splits the pair from the free throw line and ties the game up. Hastings with a full timeout here, Sean. 15-15 the current score, 4.57 left to play in the third quarter. As we uh, go back to the schedule tonight, uh, Big 8 girls basketball play opening up tonight. Bronson is hosting Concord. Quincy is hosting Reading. Union City is playing at Springport. And Jonesville is at Homer. Tomorrow, uh, Quincy scheduled to go right back into action at White Pigeon. Back-to-back for the Quincy Orioles. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, uh, if we get a a chance, maybe towards the end of the year, we'll get a chance to see that Bronson Viking team maybe in districts or something and 
or if they go farther because they got some real good players over there, the ladies do. Taconch is also in action tonight. They are hosting North Adams Jerome. Now, over on the boys' side, there are a handful of uh, non-conference games among Big 8 teams. Quincy having to come from behind to beat Sand Creek 56-53. Homer, a big win against East Jackson, a high-scoring game, 77-70. Concord losing to Michigan Center 72-52 tonight. Jonesville is hosting future fellow Cascades Conference member, Columbia Central. Union City is playing at Menden. And then tomorrow, uh, Quincy boys will also be at White Pigeon for a doubleheader. And yesterday in the uh, SCAA, uh, DeConcha uh, went at North Adams Jerome 56-50. We're back underway. Jayla Sloan had the ball stolen by Macy Winnegar. Both were on the floor near the half court. And Chase Young is the head coach of the Hastings Saxons, not happy because they called a fall on Winnegar, her third team first of the half. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't blame him. That was a real tough call because the ball actually was on the floor loose. They were both going for it. Ellie Foley finds Riley Van Aken. Now Anderson. A seam down the middle of the line, blocked, loose ball, picked up by Foley, reverse no good. She's fouled and will go back to the line. Addie Nichols picks up the foul, her first team fouls, now even at two apiece here in the second half. Foley back to the line again, three of six tonight. Uh, she makes, she has made the first one and missed the second. Let's see if we break that mini jinx here. Well, there's the make on the first one. To give the Cardinals a lead once again, 16 to 15, 427 left third quarter. Second one. Well, line drived it, but she chases down the rebound. Finds Sloan around to Van Aken inside to Burkhart. Now Van Aken comes left wing, Anderson to Foley, and now to Burkhart. Throws the ball over Foley's hands, tracked down by Anderson, being bodied up by Nichols near the half-court line. Foley to Van Aken. <laughs> oh, uh -oh. oh, we got Somebody's a hurt player. The, floor. the pass was going to the left wing, and it was to a Coldwater player that is uh, on her knees in a heap. That's Burkhardt, isn't it, Chloe Burkhardt? I believe so. Clock is stopped with 4.03 left to play third quarter. Cardinals up 16 to 15. Holding that ankle. Hopefully it's just an ankle turn. Hopefully it's an ankle turn, Sean, and not at Achilles. Nope, she's up. She's just turned the ankle. She's a tough one. She'll be back. Give her two, three minutes so she'll be back in there. Well, a soft timeout uh, to allow Coley Burkhart to come to the bench. Let's see who came in for her. It looks like Cox. it's Cox. Okay. Yep. Cousin Danica. Cousin Danica. Yeah, she's she's already looking all right over there. I think she just probably scared her. Although, well, see what they're going to do. Are they going to put some ice on it? Are they going to? Meanwhile, play is back underway. Trouble inside. Callie Koning getting the ball back out to the perimeter for Hastings. Now Koning has it right wing, meets up with a double team. 
Ball kept on the perimeter. Ooh, high toss from Hewitt to Koning on the right wing. Just over her fingertips. She couldn't bring it in. Turns the ball over to Coldwater. What's the turnover situation looking like now? 13 to 9. 13 for the Saxtons, 9 for the Cardinals. Coldwater leading 16 to 15, counting down to three and a half minutes left to play third quarter. Foley to Sloan. All around to Van Aken, up top to Anderson. Anderson, Cox on the right wing. Annika Cox trying to get the bounce pass into Riley Van Aken. It was poked away by Hewitt for Hastings. Coldwater will retain possession as the ball rolled out of bounds. Cox inbounds to Foley, immediately bodied up by Nichols. Foley driving and... On the earth step, she draws a foul. They're going to call it on the floor. Cardinals ball out of bounds. 317 to go here in this third quarter. Cardinals up 16 to 15. Bailey Cook with her second foul, team third. Rachel Hewitt comes out of the Saxon lineup. Foley looking to inbound. Count is on. Sloan chases it down. Ball comes to Foley on the left wing. Moving down the middle of the lane. Finger roller no good. She gets her own rebound. Is surrounded by Saxons. Get it out to Van Aken right wing. Now she'll drive. Fade away Jay from the blocks. No good. Ball loose. Ball on the floor. Eventually picked up by Brianna Darling for the Saxons. Who traveled with the ball. Kind of a sloppy third quarter here for both teams, Sean. Hastings uh, thus far outscoring Goldwater in the third frame, 5-3. 16-15 the present score, 247 and counting left to play third quarter. Here's Riley Van Aken, right wing, spin move on the elbow. Draws a foul on the drive. It's going to be on Brianna Darling, her first. Uh, check that. Uh, the foul is on Koning, her second, and the team fourth. I saw Darling go backwards. Four fouls for the Saxons, two for the Cardinals. Inbound comes to Van Aken, driving baseline, kick the ball out to Foley. Now cross-court at Danica Cox. Moves to the right corner, followed by her defender. And that defender is Rachel Hewitt back in after a brief, brief breather. Now Cox, Foley, top of the key. Trey is good. <laughs> Only a couple of made field goals but by uh, Ellie Foley, but they've been from the long line, and Coldwater has their biggest lead of the night, 19-15. Hastings can't answer other end of the floor. Falling down, Foley saves the ball to Van Aken. Van Aken forced along the sideline right, lobbed the ball inside, Cox mugged. Get the ball back out to the perimeter. Here's Anderson for three, it's short, way short, but Sloan gets a rebound underneath, back outside to Foley. Minute 46 and counting left to play third quarter. Here's Van Aken losing the dribble as she tried to back in. Ball eventually picked up by Isabella Storm. Winninger had the ball pickpocketed by the Cardinal. Here comes Van Aken, Van Aken has numbers, high off the glass and good. A five-point flurry here by the Cardinals, and they're up 21-15. 
Winnegar on the left wing. Step back three is good. Wow. That was four or five feet beyond the arc there. Big 20, 21-18 now the score with a minute four and counting left third quarter. Ellie Anderson to Danica Cox, right wing. Give and go to Anderson, and yes! Back and forth we go. Timeout, Chase Youngs. Oh, I think we might have had more scoring in the in the last uh, minute and a half of this uh, third quarter than we've seen in uh, any. Since uh, the first minute and a half. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> 23-18, the present score as Hastings takes a timeout. Now both teams have two timeouts left, and the possession arrow right now is pointing toward Coldwater, where it falls up on the board for the Saxons, two for the Cardinals. So we're a ways away from either team entering the bonus. Yeah, 49, what is that, 48 seconds to go? 49, I can't see through the bars. 49.1. Yep. So... A little flurry here for the Cardinals. Don't talk, don't, in, Quinn, don't talk about flurries. We had <laughs> yeah, to drive well, through snow. To, yeah, those weren't flurries, Sean. Those no. were uh, blizzard-like conditions there on 94. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It was just a <laughs> it was just a snow squall on M37, which is about the worst place you want to encounter a snow squall. Here we go. 49.1 to go. Hastings ball. Here in the third quarter. Isabella Storm to trigger to Macy Winnegar. We see Bailey Cook out on the floor as well. Rachel Hewitt. And Maya Vincent back in. Macy Winnegar starting to heat up. The runner is good for her. Saxon lead back down to three, 23-20. 30 seconds and counting left to play. Third quarter, Emma Porter in on the right corner. Maya Porter, ball swung around to Ellie Foley on the left wing. So you've got Cox, Foley, Emma Porter, Maya Porter, and Jayla Sloan on the floor right now for the red and white. Nine seconds left in the quarter. Maya Porter to Ellie Foley. Bounce pass to Sloan, right wing. Ball poked away from her. Cardinals will retain possession underneath the basket. 3.6 seconds left to play third quarter. Foley to trigger. Foley looking, finds Sloan, back to Ellie, three-pointer is short. Cox gets the rebound, and that's how the third quarter ends with Coldwater on top of Hastings, 23-20. to Final quarter of regulation in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. 
When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. Be the first to see new listings for sale as they hit the market by going online to caserealtygroup.com and sign up for our homes by email. So when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Service and communication are our top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Scoring totals after three quarters for Coldwater. Two apiece for Ellie Anderson, Coley Burkhart, Maya Porter, and Danica Cox. Riley Van Aken with five. Ellie Foley currently leading all scorers with ten. And for Hastings, two from Addie Nichols, four from Rachel Hewitt, five from Bailey Cook, and Macy Winnegar with five points late in the third quarter leading the Saxons with nine. Coldwater ball to start the final frame. It's a 23-20 lead, a 10-10 stalemate in the third quarter. Ellie Foley trying to penetrate the defense and is called for traveling. After some of the touch fouls that they've called tonight, Sean, I thought maybe they were going to get that young lady for foul, but... Uh... She forced Ellie to walk with the ball. Hewitt double team comes back out to the elbow. Cook loses her balance. Foley to Emma Porter. Porter to Sloan. Cut off. Lobs the ball to Danica Cox. And now Ellie Foley to settle things down. 7.25 left to play in the fourth quarter. Clock moving. Cardinals with a three-point lead. Maya Porter launches a three-pointer. Bounces. Don't count it because it hit the top of the glass before it fell through. Hit the black gap above. That was exactly what uh, Ken Smoker, the head coach, was asking. Boy, we could have used that. (laughs) AC Winnegar pushing the ball up the floor, gets it to Hewitt, and now Cook has the ball. Roaming to the right wing. Isabella Storm back in. It's the ball to a teammate. It's immediately stolen by Maya Porter. Misses the layup. And a jump ball, possession arrow to the Saxons. All that happening underneath the cold water basket. 23-20. for the Coldwater Cardinals. 20 for the Hastings Saxons. 6.50 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. Addie Nichols. It's the ball to Isabella Storm. 25 feet away from the basket. Now Macy Winnegar, who's starting to heat it up. Leading the team with nine points. Ball comes to Addie Nichols. Right corner. Now out to the free throw line. The jumper was missed by Storm. Traveling violation on Jayla Sloan as she was trying to get the ball to a teammate. Riley Van Aken in. Emma Porter out. And we got Foley, Sloan, Van Aken, uh, Maya Porter on the floor. Three-pointer missed by Macy Winnegar. The other girl on the floor. Okay. Van Aken, Maya Porter, Foley, Sloan, and Anderson. That's the five on the floor. Maya Porter, three-pointer, left wing. Too strong off the rim. Sloan rips away the rebound in the 
taller timber of the Hastings Saxons. Now Foley kicks the ball out to the left corner. Now back up top of the key. Here is Maya Porter on the right corner to Foley. She launches a tray over her defender and drained it over Bailey Cook. Her third tray of the game. She leads all scorers with 13. About a minute and a half later, the Cardinals get finally get that three-pointer and a six-point lead. 26-20, 5.37 left to play. Fourth quarter, Hewitt in trouble near the half-court line. Ball comes to Winnegar. Forces up a shot, hits the side of the glass. Anderson loses the ball. It's picked up by Van Aken. Immediately stolen by Winnegar. Winnegar, three-pointer left corner, short off the rim. Loose ball again collected by Winnegar. Forces up another shot, another miss, but Cook chases down the rebound this time. Timeout is going to be taken by Hastings head coach Chase Youngs, I believe. Yep, they do take a full timeout with 5.13 left and Goldwater leading 26-20. Well, we had a chance there on a couple and uh, turned it over after good, solid rebounds. And uh, that's not like the Cardinals to do that. They've uh, been pretty good about uh, getting that ball out and running the court. But Hastings has done a nice job defensively tonight. They've uh, been real tough on the man. Played zone just, uh, you know, throughout the game a little bit. And, uh, but what a nice job defensively Hastings has done against our Cardinals. But uh, don't take anything away from the Cardinals. Their defense has been real good, too. And we've just been lucky enough to hit two, three, uh, three-pointers. Foley's had a real solid game tonight, Sean. Yeah. It's almost as if you're thinking about nominating her well, for McDonald's player yeah, of the game at the end of the night. She's got 13 points. She's got... Uh, Nine rebounds, so, an so assist, and a couple of steals. So. Just close to a double-double. Yeah, real close to a double-double. Hastings ball coming out of the timeout. Inbound will happen along the sideline. Ball comes to the right wing to Addie Nichols. She throws the ball away, stolen on the run by Maya Porter. Two-on-two two break, layup is good, plus one. Maya Sackner's steal of the night and a layup. Count the basketball on Hastings number 10, Brianna Darling, her first team foul number five. Brianna Darling picking up the foul, her first team fifth. Maya Porter to the free throw line to try and complete the three point play and give the Cardinals a nine point lead. It's currently 28 20, and now it's 29 20 as Porter does finish on the three point play. Five minutes left to play in this one. It's a three-possession game. Here's a three-pointer left wing and an air ball. Casey Winnegar with a miss, and Maya Porter's heel was out of bounds as she got the rebound. Winnegar to trigger underneath the Hastings basket. Count is on. Ball is lobbed to the left wing. Now the ball comes to Bailey Cook. Drives, gives it up to the Cardinals on the miss. Burkhart back in the ball game. I knew she'd be back in. After what looked like a somewhat troubling uh, ankle Ankle injury. injury, It looked like she just rolled it. Got a little tape on it and back in she is. 
She looks like she's at uh, full speed, too, as she was pushing the ball up oh, the floor yeah. earlier. Yep. Cardinals get another steal. Here comes Ellie Foley. Dishes the ball to Riley Van Aken, right wing. Dribble drives, kick the ball out to Ellie Anderson on the left wing. It's 29-20, Cardinals counting down to the halfway point of the fourth quarter. Burkhart, left corner, out to Maya Porter. Riley give and go to Burkhart. Her back was facing the basket. Now comes back out to the perimeter. Three-pointer missed by Ellie Anderson. Too strong off the rim. Here come the Saxons in transition, but they'll slow up. Darling draws defense from uh, Maya Porter. Now Winnegar, a double team on the left wing. Cross court it, top of the key. Brianna Darling, the runner, high off the glass, no good. Ball tip, Bailey Cook with a rebound. Now out to Storm. Three-pointers and air ball right to Maya Porter's arms. That possession took about 45 seconds off the clock. Cardinals should be in no hurry here with a nine-point lead. 3.15 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was going to say the Hastings girls just don't have that same defensive intensity that they had for the first three quarters. It looks like they're getting a little tired out there. Cardinals a little fresher. Well, in defense of the Hastings-Saxons, uh, they had a game scheduled uh, for Tuesday out at Wellspring Prep, a uh, charter school in Grand Rapids, but it was canceled. Uh, apparently, uh, they were one above the maximum number of games you could schedule in a season, 22, so something had to give, and that was the game against Wellspring Prep. So they've been idle for about a week since their loss to Forest Hills Eastern, and now the Saxons are... Three minutes away from dropping two of their first three games of the season. Cardinals, meanwhile, are 2.47 and counting, away from improving to 4-0, 1-0 in the Interstate 8, ahead of a big showdown up at Marshall next Friday. Girls doing a good job recognizing they don't have to shoot the ball here. Anderson loses the ball, hitting the deck. Cardinals trying to rip the ball away, and we do eventually get the jump ball. Possession arrow back to the red and white. Coley Burkhart to trigger to the right of the Coldwater bench and finds Amaya Porter, left corner. Who draws a foul from uh, Rachel Hewitt? Just one head fake. And that was enough to get Rachel Hewitt to commit the foul. A little head fake. Uh, Saxon foul number 25. As you heard from our PA announcer, that's the first foul on Hewitt and the team six. So next whistle, Coldwater's going to shoot at least one and one. Free throw shooting hasn't really been a much of a factor here tonight. No, not at all. I've got Ellie Foley at four of eight, and Maya Porter finishing on a three-point play. Meanwhile, for Hastings, Bailey Cook three of four. That's it. Cardinals going fairly small here. They brought in Sloan, among others. Sloan and Price Anderson. Oldwater's going to go to the free throw line as a foul was committed 30 feet away from the basket. Maya Maya full... Porter's going to go to the line, I think. Addie Nichols picking up the foul, her second, and again, the team's seventh. Oh. 
They've, must have been wrong up there. Something's wrong here. Uh, as far as the foul tally, okay, now we see it. That's actually five fouls up on the board for Cold uh, Hastings Uh-oh. and three for Coldwater. And now I guess we'll uh, add to that. A technical toss in there as well as Macy Winnegar was upset at the, uh, well, what do we have here? Uh, they, call the, they call the foul on Winnegar for a little push. Well, <laughs> Nellie Foley actually cleared her out with her arm. And so, the, yeah, the original call. foul on Winnegar and then the technical means five fouls, and that's the end of the night for Hastings' leading score. Well, clearly, so. Macy Winnegar took exception to the original foul. Meanwhile, Ellie Foley drains the first free throw. Puts her at 14 points now and puts the Cardinals up by 10, 2.20 left. See if Ellie, with no pressure, can get the back end of this trip to the free throw line. She does. So I believe those were the fouls on the original foul on Winnegar. Now we've got a pair of free throws on the technical. See, I mean... The fouls up on the board, Sean, can't be right because she just shot two shots there. There's only five fouls, so sure. Well, well, the scoreboard scoreboard indicates five fouls, but you got to have seven to shoot a one and one. So I'm not sure what's going on. They're check, uh, the uh, two of the three officials are at the scorers table uh, checking out the situation. I think that a foul or two may have been forgotten to have been put up yeah, on the you, board. You're probably right because. Uh, so this should be a one and one. Doesn't matter because Foley drained the first. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Sh- Exactly sure what happened. Should be 16 points up on the board for uh, Ellie Foley. Still 16 with a miss. <laughs> 31 to 20, the Cardinals opening up an 11 point lead and not allowing a field goal from Hastings this entire fourth quarter with 2.20 left in it. Yeah, it's just uh, the Cardinals have made some shots here as of late, made some free throws. and uh, Hastings gotten, has gotten, I think, a little frustrated here yeah. in the late stages of this quarter. They sure have. and uh, They just took their final time out, incidentally. Some of that is just the Cardinals' defense right in their face the whole time. Coach called timeout there to settle them down a little bit. And uh, like you said, they lost their best scorer anyway. I don't know if it's their best player, but their best scorer. Well, Macy Winnegar had been on the varsity. This will be her fourth year. Fourth year, so she's their best player, no doubt about it. There should be, I thought there should be 16 points up on the board. Now, for, now, they, got the, now they got the fouls. Eight, eight and four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, that's just... It, Frustrating to a coach when you're looking up at that board and you see four or five fouls and when there's actually six or seven because... Ah, I see what happened. They, they, there's not only two fouls for Coldwater. I think were, what had happened, they were putting the fouls, fouls on, the on the wrong, wrong side. side. Yeah, there you go, Sean. <laughs> but that is, that's just so mm. frustrating. 
That's not that hard a job. Cardinals turn the ball over. Was it a five-second call? I'm not even sure. The co- that's a that's a call to keep the Hastings coach under control. Is what that <laughs> is. He wanted. He's been complaining over there. So a 32 to 20 is the score showing up on the scoreboard as. The Cardinals are on their way to another victory. Riley Van Aken to Maya Porter. Now, Eliana Foley to Jayla Sloan. Immediately got Brianna Darling in her face. That's going to be her second foul. And if the scoreboard is not right, that would be the ninth team foul. There you go. Jayla for one and one here. Bounces did not go in. Battle for the rebound. Maya Porter diving after it. So is Jayla Sloan. We get the jump ball position arrow to the Saxons. And Hastings going to start emptying their bench a little bit. A couple girls that haven't been in yet. Sloan out and Kara Miller back in. Thirty-two to twenty, Cardinals. A minute twenty left to play in this one. Addie Nichols trying to get the ball to a teammate. Uh, that's Aubrey Rouse, one of the new players in. She couldn't haul it in one-handed and turns the ball over to Coldwater. Foley is fouled on the take to the rack, and that's going to be the 10th team foul up on the Saxon side. Nichols picking up her second foul. First of two is good for Foley. Minute six left to play in the game. It's now 33 to 20 Cardinals. Second one is good as well. So it sh- should be 34 to 20 right now, I believe. It shows 33. Well, let, let me count this up. Uh, you try and follow the action while I count up my scorebook. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, Just 11. Push the foul there on one of the uh, Coley Burkhardt with a little shove down. Hastings with the ball underneath, taking it out of bounds. It should be 34 to 20 according to my scorebook. Fine. There be, we go. There you go. They finally got it up there. Anyway. Now we're uh, on the sideline. Hastings taking the ball out of bounds. 45 seconds to go. Addie and Nichols pushing Bur- Coley Burkhart, and then that's going to be her third and a chance for Hastings to finally get into the scorebook in this quarter. They have been absolutely shut out thus far. There's 40, what, 46 seconds left? 46 seconds. Uh, Nichols to the line, right? Yes. Yep. The first of two. Bounces did not go in. 
But there's still a big fat goose egg on that side of the scorebook. Second one is down, is up. And the scoring drought has been broken. Addie Nichols splitting the pair. 34-21, Cardinals up 13. Ellie Foley had the ball poked away by Nichols in the backcourt. Foley's got to hurry to get the ball across the timeline. Does, finally. No let up defensively by the Saxons, and Nichols is going to commit her third foul as she was attached to <laughs> Ellie Foley's hip. Well, she tried to get a foul all the way down the court, and uh, I don't know, officials are wanting to get this one over with. And, uh, but anyway, Foley back to the line, 31 seconds to go. Cardinals up by 13. Third foul for Nichols. Foley with the first of two. Good. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I've got 19. And they've got 16, but right. we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> as long as I keep counting, that's now 20 points for Ellie Foley. And a 15-point Cardinal lead. 30 seconds left. Cardinals are going to get the W on the road. The only thing left in doubt now is what the final score will wind up being. A double team of Kara Miller and Riley Van Aken. Forcing a traveling violation on Hastings. I wonder if the Saxons will uh, yeah, I think. Uh, call off the squadron here. Ellie Foley still being hawked by Addie Nichols. The ball comes to Coley Burkhart. Ten seconds left. Ball comes to the right wing. Maya Porter hands off to Riley Van Aken. Four seconds, three seconds. Nice feed to Coley Burkhart off the glass. Oh. No good. She'll go up and shoot a pair. Nice little feed from Riley Van Aken to Burkhart there and got uh, fouled with 1.8 left in this ball game. 36-21. Cardinals going to move to 4-0 on the season. And 1-0 in the Interstate 8. First to two from Coley Burkhart. No other teammate for the Cardinals surrounding her in the lane. First one. Nothing but net. So the most that she can finish with tonight after that 21-point effort on a Tuesday night, well, it's going to be three as she missed the back end. Buzzer sounds, game over. Your final score from here at Hastings High School, the Coldwater Cardinals holding Hastings to just a single point in the final frame to win 37-21. to Cardinals improved to 4-0 overall, 1-0 in the Interstate 8. Hastings dropped to 1-2 overall, 0-1 in league play. Post-game wrap, between games wrap, coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college, or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations. Let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. 
And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Halet Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Halet Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Halet Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit MattHaletHomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Matt Halet Homes always built around family. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977, and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We're real, we're here, and we're local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Welcome back to Hastings High School. The Saxon and Cardinal boys basketball teams are warming up for their Interstate 8 opener. Getting underway in about another 22 minutes time or so. We're in between games of the varsity doubleheader and uh, the Cardinals pulling away big time in the final frame, outscoring Hastings 14-1 to to turn what was a close 23-20 game at that point after the third quarter into a 37-21 uh, fairly easy-looking victory. Well, a couple of uh, nice uh, baskets there. Steal there by uh, Maya Porter in a basket, and then she made the free throw, and uh, then Foley kind of took over the last uh, four or five minutes from the free throw line, and as you said, hit, or we'll say here in a few minutes, hitting 11 of 16 free throws, and the Cardinals doing a good job making free throws down the uh, down the stretch there. And uh, again, just kind of a, a, a slow, methodical game for three quarters, and uh, then the Cardinals kind of picked up the defense, and it looked like they had a little more energy left in them than what the Hastings Saxons did and uh, kind of put it away in that fourth quarter. Well, we'll go over the scoring summary for the victorious Cardinals. Now 4-0 overall, 1-0 in the Interstate 8. Ellie Foley led everybody with 20 points. Uh, her only three field goals were from the long line, and she finished 11 of 16 from the charity stripe. 
After her, Riley Van Aken with five, Maya Porter with five, three for Coley Burkhart, two each for Ellie Anderson and Danica Cox. 37 once you get all that added up. As a team, the Cardinals were 14 of 20 from the free throw line. That's not bad. That's not bad for early in the year for the young ladies. Meanwhile, the Hastings Saxons dropping to 1 and 2 overall, 0 and 1 in league play. For what it's worth, they finished 4 of 6 from the charity strike. And going down their list of scorers, only four girls scored for the Saxons. Uh, Addie Nichols had three. Uh, five for Bailey Cook, four for Rachel Hewitt, Macy Winnaker with nine before she fouled out uh, near the end of the fourth quarter in rather controversial fashion. Uh, she picked up a personal foul, then complained about that personal foul and got teed up. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was you know, I don't. You know, I, I don't agree with either one of them. To be honest with you, it was not a good call from the beginning, and then uh, you know. When she says something to the official, I don't think it was that bad. She didn't make a big deal out of it, but he sure teed her up fast. So maybe she said something that she shouldn't have. But anyway, uh, again, we'll we'll never know because we're up here. Yeah, we're way up here. So, but uh, good fourth quarter for the Cardinals, and uh, like I said, just seemed to have a little more energy towards the end of that ball game. Uh, the quarters, 9-8 in the first, 4-2 in the second for Coldwater, a 10-10 stalemate in the third. But in the final quarter, it was 14 to one. And that uh, one free throw was late in the fourth quarter by Addie Nichols for Hastings. Yeah, just uh, again, uh, you know, at halftime, neither team really uh, had a lot of turnovers. It was a nice clean ball game. Then that second, that third quarter, especially to to start with, uh, the turnovers just started coming both ways. and. uh, Cardinals were just had a few less in the fourth quarter than what the Saxons did, and uh, that's kind of made the difference right there. And by your tally, 18 for Coldwater and 23 for Hastings, right? Yep, that's pretty close to, but. Uh, well, while we're waiting for uh, Ken Smoker to <laughs> make his way up here, uh, what's up? What's up, Quinn? I gotta let Ken up here. Okay. Uh, there we go. I actually needed to bring down the other. Uh, while we're waiting to unlock the doors to the uh, balcony, uh, I did write down the secondary stats that Quinn was able to uh, keep track of. For Riley Foley, she finished with nine rebounds and a couple of steals. Uh, for uh, Riley Van Aken, an assist, a rebound, and two steals. Emma Porter didn't score, but she had a couple of assists. Kara Miller had a rebound. Jayla Sloan didn't score but she had four rebounds and an assist ellie anderson had four boards and limited action coley burkhart four rebounds and three steals maya porter three rebounds two steals and danica cox a strong night on the glass for her five rebounds and a couple of assists to go along with her two points we were able to keep track of some hastings stats and the most mind-blowing stat for the hastings saxons 11 rebounds total for the saxons rachel hewitt here we go. Uh, three rebounds and an assist for Addie Nichols. Five rebounds for Bailey Cook. Three rebounds for Macy Winnegar. And now we've uh, got the head coach of the Coldwater Cardinal girls, Ken Smoker, up here to talk about uh, uh, what on paper is going to look like an easy win, but uh, we all know that it was anything but easy. Yeah, that you're, you're right. That's what they're going to hear on the radio and read, and it, it was anything but easy. And... Uh, 
Obviously, that's not the defensive basketball team you saw the first three games of the season. And uh, and we always talk about the importance of practicing and getting ready for a basketball game. And I'm going to throw a lot of that on me because our last two practices, uh, well, we had nine Wednesday with Anderson out, and I can't play and coach at the same time. So it was a lot of shooting drills, and Ellie came back yesterday, but she still wasn't feeling good, and it was a pretty laid-back practice, and I talked about that. And so now they're going to remember that, the importance of practicing. But a lot of that's on me. But, uh, yeah, that first uh, half, first three quarters, really, I'm not worried about the offensive end of the court, but these girls know how to play defense, and, and you didn't see the Coldwater Cardinal defense that they've been doing all throughout the season until the fourth quarter. Yeah, you only had nine steals in the night is what I had you down as a team. And, geez, you've been up in the high teens, you know, or or over that the first uh, three games. Yeah, I don't know that Hastings was all that talented, but they're always going to work hard. And, you know, those steals in those last two games, those were pretty too yeah. offensively uh, uh, limited basketball teams we played. But... I, we talk about it's not the outcome, it's the process of getting there, and our process wasn't good. And if you paid attention to our defense, we weren't getting to the ball side, we weren't boxing out. They'd pick up their dribbles, and we're just letting them make an easy pass to anybody because we're not up there in full denial. And unfortunately, we got lucky, but, you know, we get there at half or at the end of the third quarter, and I just said, you know what, right here it is. It's going to be eight minutes. It's like who wants it the most? And well, and I thought, I'll be honest, two things. One, I'm going to say that first half, you know, they have a little more experience on that Hastings team than you do with your freshman and sophomore. And I thought, you know, they come out, they just kind of played to the tempo of the game and did a little better job there because of their uh, being seniors, you yeah. know. And then you got to that fourth quarter, and I thought you had a little more energy finally in that fourth quarter. And I think the girls all of a sudden, go, Ooh, this is pretty close, 2023, and they played a little harder. And you know what? Uh, Foley spoke up before I could at the end of the third quarter. So, yeah. and, and we've talked about having a player coach team is more important than a coach coach team. But she's a good leader there. And uh, uh, Maya Porter, I thought, struggled for three quarters. And when I said, I, I need you to play like you can at the defensive end, and she was a beast yeah. oh, in the yeah. fourth quarter at the yes, defensive end. Yes, she was. End. Yeah, a couple of nice steals that really set up. She got a basket and set up another basket. But. Uh, uh, again, and some free throws down the down the stretch. That sure helps when you shoot good free throws in the last half or the last know, quarter. And we had some turnovers there in the fourth quarter, but I think uh, yeah. Ellie's played with these girls for a long time, and Ellie Foley's a darn good basketball player. Sometimes we have girls that can handle the ball, but when they get a defensive rebound twice, we had guards that they want to find her and give her the ball, and they both resulted in turnovers, and that's what I yeah. said. You're a guard, right? You're a guard, right? What do you do when you get a rebound? You take it up the floor, want the ball in your hands. And that could be youth too, but uh, we got to realize we got a lot of girls that have a lot of capability on their own that they don't have to rely on Ellie like we did a lot last year. But, you know, the alternative of what could have happened tonight is a lot worse than what happened here. And I think that's a good lesson for them as well. Oh, yeah. I think you take more out of this than you did those first three games. Oh, that's for sure. Well, the quarter central game was a good game for us. They, nobody could make a basket yeah. there. But those last two, I told them they didn't help us one bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so true. But, uh, no, nice, you know, a decent win, you know, tonight. And, uh, 
take a day I, off tomorrow, then get ready for next week. Yeah, we've had uh, Ellie. You could tell she's still not feeling up to par. Anderson yeah. uh, Foley was throwing up in the locker room at half. Miller's, <laughs> Miller's been sick. All of them have been sick. So it's nice. We're not having practice Sunday. We got we got a whole week until we play our next game. So hopefully which of course rested. is the uh, Marshall Redhawks. Yeah, and you know I told them they never stop moving offensively. They're going to press us full court, and if we can play defense and follow the rules of our defense the way we're capable of, we have a good chance of success. Ken Smoker, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinal Girls. We'll see you up at Marshall next Friday. Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> Ken Smoker joining us on our Between Game show is a little chatter that was supposed to be kind of off air was being discussed between you and Coach Smoker. That's just taking your secondary stat sheet. Yeah, he just took the stat sheet and uh, he didn't have anybody to take stats tonight, so... I did, I, I, the, I, I did the best I could. and I, I did alert you to that possibility, right? <laughs> so... So, McDonald's player of the game, you want to go uh, make it uh, unanimous and go with uh, Ellie Foley? Oh, I think we have to. Nice night for Ellie. Uh, good scoring night. Nice and, and, night from the line and, and also and with the, those get, nine rebounds. Given that she was also doing it while uh, dramatically under the weather. That. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's surprising too. But uh, uh, nice, uh, no, nice night for Ellie. And uh, she uh, she stepped up tonight and uh, as we know she can and probably will quite often this year. Congratulations to Eliana Foley, our McDonald's girls basketball player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to mcdonalds.com. Find that perfect great paying job right now at your local McDonald's. As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to know what your retirement means to you. Together, we can take a look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Celebrate Christmas at Culey's with a perfect gift. Come see their new Love Glow Diamond Rings, natural diamonds that actually glow. They have a great selection of diamond and birthstone jewelry, crosses, lockets, and designer pieces by Anya Hay. They also have stocking stuffers, specialty mugs, jewelry boxes, snow globes, and more. They want to help make your Christmas extra special this year. Hurry in soon and don't forget to count the candy canes, Culey's, jewelry, and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. 